welcome back, boys and girls. Week 9 of the college football slate of the Pick Your Poison podcast. We are back for a juicy, uh, well, maybe not so juicy SEC slate this weekend. A couple of bye weeks makes it a not too juicy. Week 8 had some pretty, pretty interesting games, I will say. First off, before we address too much, back from rehab, down 17 units on the year, hadn't given out a pick in what feels like a month. We have Boomer. What's up? Say what's up hey, to the people. Hey, I'm back. Ready, you know, I said this said this last time. Was not ready to fully exit gambling rehab. Had to recheck myself in. Now I've actually got my mind right. Ready to close the last. Yeah. Like, was this the last You're, fourth of the season or roughly? Like, yeah, a little bit, a little bit more. But uh, you were like stage like of the twelve stages. You were at stage like eight. You were about three fourths of the way through the the rehab yeah. stint. Not just the season, but you the rehab. cannot you cannot exit too early. You, you exited exit too, too early, early. Came back in, gave some picks, immediately. Fell. It was half ass. It was a half ass. You attempt. relapsed so hard right back into a two and seven week of just shit picks. One thing I just want to say with what's been killing me is that they've been putting so many of like the games we bet on or like decent games at the eleven o'clock slate. To where I start out like zero and five, <laughs> and then there's nothing I can do. I'm just like, I like I'm like best case scenario. I'm like three and eight. Like, yeah. but like it's I'm basically a, I'm screwed from the start. Even with a good like afternoon night slate, there's no coming back. Exactly. From, I have exactly. gotten we've gotten multiple texts from Boomer <laughs> at one thirty being like, "Holy shit, I'm zero and five on the cusp of of an zero and eleven day." Now, like, I haven't seen Green Dot City in months. <laughs> it's, it's been rough. It's been, I mean, usually it's kind of Christmas colors out there. You're just getting stop signs. Oh all over yeah, the place. yeah, all red. <laughs> he is back though. I mean, is he going to be back with winners? Is he going to be back with losers? I don't know. That's for you to decide. Folks, uh, hey, hey, or follow. hey, my stocks low. It's when you buy stocks. Low. I mean, seriously though, like. What is your what is one of your biggest uh, biggest mantras in all of gambling? Water water's, finds yeah, level. water's got to find its level. I, there's no way I go <laughs> double, what, 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 34 units down. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah. way, no chance. <laughs> I'm not no. hanging to 50. Actually, I'm gonna bet enough to where the possibility of a 50 burger is on the table. You either need to get back over 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 even back across the 50 percent line to where you're plus money or. Fully collapse, yeah. negative 50. 50. Have to sell my house. Sell uh, your house. <laughs> grill grill the boys 50 burgers on a Saturday. The whole night. It's going to work out for Bert. He just buys my house because I'm so, so down. Yeah, this down actually the works hole. out very well. Speaking of Bert, sneaky, sneaky last like five weeks of the season. I'll run through the standings while we're talking about it. Your boy Bert, he's made a furious comeback. I think you were down three or four or five units after a couple weeks. No, 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 folks. He's in first place with the PYP standings. Got a system going here. Six and three last week, 39 and 31 overall. That's 56% plus 8.6 units. Nice. To lead us mm. out, yours truly, Rebs Bagman, 54 and 43. Also 56%, only 6.1 units up. I was seven and five for the third straight week last week. So when I tweet out my card, if to maximize one full screenshot is twelve picks. I like I try to limit it to that or else I've like so I've tried to I've limited it to twelve picks, but all the last three weeks I've gone seven and five. I did have a three unit loser on my hometown South Alabama Jags last week against the ULM Warhawks. Shout out Raging Cajun. Back to back big victories by the way, plus money line. They beat Liberty two weeks ago, beat South Alabama's fourteen point dog. I'm a heater here. Next up, pulling Profiteer. He's at a comical 31 and 36, only hitting at 46% of his bets, 
but plus 5.3 units on the year. He had three units on the Rebs under. Still went three and six last weekend, but had three units on the Rebs under against LSU that hit. And then rounding it out, you all know, Boomer, 25, 38, 40%, down 17.3 units. But we're here. That, that, that's all in the past. Hey, that's all in the past. I'm done with it. Past last week, week eight, electric atmosphere in Oxford. We got Eli's number retired. Not going to lie. Teared I up. Didn't, I didn't think I was going to make I mean, I was like, it was very classy. It was, it was like, you know, it wasn't. Was Arch on the field? Arch was on the field. No, Ar- Archie was on the field. Arch oh, was not on the field. No. He was he was probably in the, the locker box. room. Dealing, at like, the Kappa Gamma house, maybe. Yeah, he was at the Kappa house probably, you know, feeling that up. But no, it was a classy affair. Hung up the tin in the rafters, as he <clears> should be. Uh, I don't know. It was very fun. We waxed that ass. We should have Fetty whopped him, dude. It was final score of seventeen thirty one. But that Snoop Connor, oh yeah, really, really, the back the, the, the touchback. We were wanting to Fetty whop them so bad. Could have seventeen thirty eight at them. Snoops fumbled and out of the back of the end zone. Fuck that. Hell up. of an effort though. Hell of an effort. Play. I love it. Hey, Snoops. Snoops the man. They were screaming Snoop all day in the in the uh, in the crowd. Also the nine overtime, Illinois Penn State game. That was. I mean, Bert, Bert, I look, Bert. I've never been. That's the most Bert game of all time. It's the most Bert game ever. I just, I get more and more ashamed to be named after that man. I don't know that we, they made this. No, that's rule. the perfect outcome for no. Bert. He goes a nine overtime. It's the most Bert scores, result only ever. Scores twenty points, fails on an unlimited amount of two point conversions. It was and the still, most Bert thing but, I've ever seen. My, that's wins. why they made that rule is to avoid seven zero, like your uh, your Arkansas Ole Miss. Or your Arkansas, Kentucky, LSU, or your LSU A and M, like those those three seven overtime those are games. Those electric. to avoid those, and all of a sudden, oh, I actually forgot about the rule. I don't know if you watched it, but I forgot about the rule. And I all of a sudden, too. it's the third overtime, and they're at the two yard line. Like, what the hell is going so on? Wait, wait, wait. What? what I, don't, I don't even know what this is. Ooh, so after good, the man. second overtime, if it goes to a third overtime, there's no more starting at the twenty five. You have to do a two point conversion. That's your it's only. Like, it's play. like a what? penalty kick shootout. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a no one. Could. I don't think they converted until like the seventh well, overtime, yeah, and then I, they both converted, they both and then finally I, yeah. nine yeah, overtime. I wasn't played. I wasn't wa- watching any football really last week because uh, I was busy, but I, I saw that in it rehab. was like not nine. Yeah, I was in rehab, but I saw it was nine overtimes and like the score was incredibly low. I was like, what is yeah, going I, on? Did I still hit the under. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I mean, no. That's, only, that's, only, that's only thirty-eight points. The under was forty-six. Like, still oh, hit the under nine. Like, I was at I was at South you Depot don't. in Oxford after the game, after the Rebs game, and hadn't even paid attention to that game at all. I look up at the, the, the screen in the corner and see the the bottom ticker of ESPN saying nine overtimes, twenty to eighteen final. I'm like. How in the world did that game go to nine overtimes? Well, I hate that they're calling it the longest game in college football history. It was gross, but still, that's a Burt, Burt game. That, like, the Burt, I want to hang that in the rafters of the, the Burt Hall of Fame. That was week eight, boys and girls. We are on to week nine. Boomer, straight out of rehab. Take us right into our first game. All right, first game we got uh, Michigan at Michigan State. Michigan State's catching four points. Uh, total set 50 and a half. Bagman, who do you like here? So I don't know. These both these teams are ranked in the top ten and are undefeated. I do not believe either team has beaten a ranked team all Posers. year. Posers. Let me read. I know Michigan State schedule. They've played. They, they haven't beat, beat uh, over five hundred team. I believe. I think every team has yes has a losing record. They've beaten Northwestern, Youngstown State. They fetty whopped Miami, a terrible Miami team. Which when Nebraska, that might be their best one of the year. And then Western Kentucky, Rutgers, and Indiana, which they beat by five last week. I mean, this is 
I haven't looked at Michigan's schedule, but that's disgusting. Yeah, I don't think Michigan's beat anyone else. So is Michigan? Are they in this? Michigan and Michigan State are in the same division. Is Ohio State in their same division? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Penn State in that division? I think Penn State's in the other. Here, let me. I'll look it up. Actually, I don't know. Okay, uh, football, Big Ten. It's Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State, and Maryland. That is the SEC West of the are Big all Ten on the there. same side. I don't know. But for, but for for Michigan being undefeated, like the least amount of talk, like talk about them. Like I was like originally, I was like, oh, they probably just lost one game somewhere. That's why we haven't heard much about no. them. But they're undefeated. They're and, under- and it's Michigan. Like yeah, it, yeah. In a normal world, like, why, like, they don't why, stop talking about exactly. Michigan. But I. I Honestly, hand up. I'm taking Michigan minus four on the road at Michigan State. I cannot name one player on Michigan. No. I, I'm taking them. I think Michigan State's a fraud. But holy, I can't name one. I know I know uh, the, the running back for State, Michigan State, Walker, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah. he's a Heisman like candidate. Floating kind of. around Corral and the Heisman odds. I just read you Michigan State's schedule, and they have not beaten anyone worth a damn. So I'm on Michigan minus four. Bert, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, this is the Bernie Madoff Bowl, the two biggest frauds in college football. <laughs> Ponzi scheme bowl. Y- y'all were wondering about Michigan State schedule. I looked at Michigan schedule. It's the it, it's a carbon yeah. copy. I think their they, best they, wins yeah. are Nebraska. It's a, the Big Ten very well may play them themselves out of the college football playoff with that Oregon loss to Ohio State. But mm. um, talk dirty to me. Yeah, well, I would love it, but I'm gonna go with Michigan State here plus four. I can't name a player on either team other than that running back. Of Michigan State, the best win I could see on any of these teams' schedule was the at Miami for Michigan State, and they dominated. They fetty whopped them. Yeah, they dominated them. They can run the ball. Michigan's, I uh, think their running game is a little down. Like uh, a running back just got hurt. Give me the plus four since it's at home. It says Big Big Ten, eleven o'clock, underwritten all over. Yeah, see, it I, is fifteen I, and a half. That is kind of high. I I also like Michigan State here. I'm just gonna go with the home team that's getting points. But I, the only thing different I'm going to do from you, Bert, is I'm going to take the under. I think this is just kind of be a sloppy game. Can't go back to my bread and butter drug. Let's get right into the next one. We got the Texas Longhorns. I guess a, a favor of the pod here. I feel like we pick Texas every week. Oh, <laughs> it's on the card every week. We got Texas love them. at Baylor. Baylor, a three-point home favorite in Waco. Over-under of 61. Boomer, tell me what you got. Ooh, well... Like you've already said, Texas has been just a sweetheart of the, of this, and we've actually done pretty good with them. Yeah. I feel like so far on on uh, our picks, I'm gonna also I'm gonna go with Texas again. I think they're a lot better than their record shows. And they're fr- they're a frisky team. They are frisky, and so I'm gonna take Texas, and then also I'm gonna take the over here. So you you said the over. I'm also on the over here. I want to know what the, both these teams are coming off a of bye. And there's another game that we're going to talk about later, the Georgia-Florida game. Also, both teams coming off a bye. I feel like there should be some stat of, like, teams two teams coming off coming a off bye. bye. Is that good for the under? Is that good for the over? Is that good for the home team? Like, there's got to be some trend there that's very, like, niche. With it later, someone out in the pick-your-poison world, give it, yeah. go, go, go do some, some research. St- on, statistician. On, yeah, go. Choco me, locks. Go build your model. Yeah, Choco locks. Put a model together for both teams coming off a bye. Go, go do... Control alt filter right left and build a model for us in your Excel sheet. But another stat here, I'm on the over, but I also I think I kinda like Baylor here. Fun stat that I found, Texas is four and oh when allowing their opponent to rush for less than two hundred yards, and oh and three when allowing their opponent to rush for more than two hundred yards. 
Baylor's a big-time running team. They run it down your throats. It goes all the way back to all the Bryles days with Jeff Levy. They're going to run it. I Kendall think Bri- or Kendall Bryles as well. Kendall Bryles as well. Shout out Art, the Hogs. Every game comes back to the Hogs somehow. Way. I'll, I think I like Baylor. I'm more on just the over. I think this game's going to be back and forth scoring all over the place. Burr, what I, do you think? I, I kind of like Baylor in this spot, too. We have our first Faye Boomer. Mm, of juicy. The day. Yeah, so everybody... Podcast, yeah, know what to do here. Yeah, star this one. <laughs> I kind of hate talking about Texas. I've I've been back and forth when I bet Texas all year. We're in week nine, switching back and forth. I feel like we talk about Texas way too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm gargling salt water at this. Point. Ray Allen, Ray Allen, and these guys. So give me Baylor minus three well, and the over as well. The thing is, so I wouldn't be surprised if Texas like back ends the schedule, just wins out, and they could still and make then the, and then they're quote unquote back. Well, they yeah, can make that, the, they no, can this make would the big, be like so classic. They like, would make the the Big Twelve championship if they went out. I yeah, no, like I, really. So like, so they have Baylor this week, Iowa State next week, and well, then Oklahoma would, and then it's or is it just Kansas. The top two teams. It's the top two teams because they don't have divisions. Wow. The hardest game they'll have is Iowa State at Iowa State next That's week. It's pretty tough. But I mean I mean at Baylor's tough at Iowa State. I don't think they're gonna do it, but like I think they could. Off a of bye, you gotta rally the troops if you're Sarkeesian to like stay like, hey, we're gonna do this. But Baylor's also that school that like I feel like every t- they hit rock bottom, then they get a good coach and they're good. Yeah. And they hit rock bottom, get a good coach and they're good. So when you know, with, with Bryles and Rule and now it's maybe Aranda's turn. Yep. They hit rock bottom. Bounce get good. And then Aranda goes to the NFL probably or, or yeah. LSU or somewhere. And then it's they a get a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. We'll go back to rock yeah. bottom. <laughs> so let's get into our next one. We said the Michigan at Michigan State might be an 11 o'clock Big Ten snoozer under this game. Holy shit. Big time. Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin a three-and-a-half point home favorite over the ninth-ranked Hawkeyes. I think you know where I'm going there. Over-under here of 37 points. Whole, I might. I mean, if you haven't, if you are hungover on Friday and wake up and just put this game on, you might as well fall right back asleep because these two teams will lull you to sleep. Boomer, where are you going to go with this one? Oh, I'm. I'm. They're dare. They're just daring you to take the over. Like a 37, way too low. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna look them straight in the eye and say, "Fuck no." I'm gonna take that under. See, I, think, I think they're daring you to take the under. They're like, okay, like, look, we'll put this thing so egregiously low that. You only need like three touchdowns to somehow hit an over. You're gonna have to like be a man. Have yeah, a bunch of no, hair no. Your chest this is just so under. egregiously low that you have to. It's 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 comic sus. Low. It's this very is, sus. Boomer gets back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would I, say sixty six percent of the money already on the over. Sixty yeah. percent of bets. So the public's public's low enough on this squ- over. Square Central Station. Squ- squares <laughs> versus squares versus the sharp Boomer here. <laughs> we got big big sharp Boomer on the under here. Bert, you got to read on this one. I very well may take Iowa 20, Wisconsin 17. Whatever those odds are, I think you can bet on it. Exactly. Have an exact, exactly 37. Yeah, exactly that. And just do a little sprinkle there. I've already given away the fact that I am going to take Iowa here. They're number nine in the country. They're the underdog. That system didn't work for us very well last week. Nope. So I think that might be kind of an early season system. You know, as we get kind of later on in the season – and these teams, like, they're they're ranked for a reason. Um, you know, bad game against Purdue, so give me Iowa plus three and a half. That's fair, but they call it a system for a reason. You take it every single time, no matter uh, what. Yeah. It hits at a certain percentage, and you don't even bat an eye. Give me Wisconsin minus three and a half. I don't care if Graham Mertz stinks. I don't care how top ten Iowa is. No, no, no. System play, Wisconsin minus three and a half. 
if you want to laugh at the over-under and sprinkle on one side just to say, hey, I bet on a total that was at 37 points, I don't blame you. But you got to take the system play here at Wisconsin, minus 3.5. Got to do it. So that's it for the 11 o'clock slates. It's all a bunch of kind of snoozers in the Big Ten. But we'll get right into the SEC game of the week. Georgia at Florida, the largest cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida. Out on the, what is it? Frat Beach? Frat Beach, bro? Oh, yeah. Frat mm-hmm. Beach. <laughs> uh, Georgia's a 14-point favorite over the Gators. Both teams coming off a bye. Again, I don't know what that means, but it's got to mean something. Over under a 51 here, Bert. What are you thinking? Once again, both teams coming off bye weeks. This old Dan Mullen, like, not telling us who's the starting quarterback going to be. What did he like, say? He said we're going to. He said who's going to be your starting quarterback? Someone will be out there. He said, he said we will start a quarterback on on Saturday. God, he's like, such a nerd. Such a nerd. He's such a nerd. Is Dan Mullen in trouble for his job? Like no, I think he's so just like I think I think he's at the point where they can't fire him, but the fans don't want him anymore. So it's just like this weird middle ground where. There's no gr- was good it with his contract here. why they can't fire him. I or? think this this year. No, I think he's done okay. I, I mean, think it's just enough. Georgia being so good. And who, yeah, it's kind of that this year. Like you're kind of kind of give him a pass with Anthony Richardson potentially being like the next Tebow Cam Newton type like Florida star. They kind of want to get to him. And like, but I, don't know, I, feel, I feel like at this point, how long he's been there for? What five years? Like it feels like longer than that. Four or five years. Like I feel like at this point, if you were to do the damn thing, you should have done it already. Yeah, but he's also playing – Georgia's turning into a juggernaut right now. They got to the SC Championship game last year. I mean, they had a chance to kind of sneak into the, the playoff last year if they didn't – It's just like – I don't know. I, I just feel like they're like – the yeah. They're good, they but not good enough. Let Florida be that way. Kind of like, tied into like the coaching carousel here. It's kind of like what Penn State is, how they're like – they're good every year. They're always top 15-ish. Yeah. They're – but they haven't really won a conference championship. They haven't made a playoff. They've always been right there on the cusp. They've won 10 wins, 10-2 and two a couple times, I think. James Franklin, his name's being floated all over the place. I could see a little, like, Franklin leaves, Dan Mullins, kind of tired of Florida, goes up to Penn State, kind of where he's from. Yeah, that might actually work better for – or, like, I don't know, that seems like a good fit there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just spitting, spitballing here on coaching carousels, but – yeah. You think, do you think Frank would rather go to LSU or USC? I think he wants the bright lights of, of – I think it, he could win bigger at LSU, but I think the bright lights of LA and USC and like what Pete Carroll had built, I think he thinks he can do that and replicate it for the first time since then, and his ego is going to want that. Awesome. Did y'all see that he just hired Jimmy Sexton? I did. I yeah. did. Well, that, that's what so also that like, tells me LSU right yes, away. Yes. Once well, I saw well, and that. the and the fact that it's like public knowledge, like they easily he easily could have hired him and not like made it public, but like that was it strategic could, on his. It part. could mean a lot of things. It could. What well, means he's looking for a job? Well, it means someone's going to pay his ass next year, whether he's using whether it, it's Penn State. Or, yeah, that's a good whether point. Whether he's that's using it to leave to go to USC so, or LSU for them to pay him out the ass, or for it to be leverage on Penn State to be like, hey, I got Jimmy Sexton. I can go to one of these other, and Jimmy will be calling Penn State saying, hey, I've got offers from USC and LSU for eleven million bucks. Y'all pony up and keep him. So he's getting paid after the end of the season no matter what. Yeah, I'd rather him not come back to the SEC. I would, I would very yeah, much. I'd he, be cool with that. He, what, he won like nine games at Vandy? I do not want yeah, him to LSU. Yeah, no. I, like, go out go out to USC. Go do your own thing. Um, anyway, let's talk about this game. So, Georgia-Florida. <laughs> have, we, have we not picked on this game yet? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we have. Uh, I'll be brief here. I think Florida, uh, they hang tough with Alabama. They're com- I mean, I know they're both coming off a of bye week. I think they're going to hang tough here. I feel like 14's a little bit too much. It's that weird game. 
of, of the world's largest cocktail party. Give me Florida plus 14. Georgia, 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 Georgia. Georgia is on another level. Florida, I mean, they lost to freaking LSU. Like, that. that's that, that's all the information I need to yeah. process this game. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia. Yeah, no. I, th- I feel like this is a, a classic square versus sharp matchup here where it's right on a number and, like, like, if you're a sharp, you're like, oh, Florida's going to, you know, keep it close. This is too many points in a rivalry game. A square is like, oh, Georgia's the best team in the country. Let's just roll it out. And But the thing is, it's like, okay, rivalry game, like, okay, Florida versus LSU, that's a big game, and they didn't show up at all to play. Yeah. Like, they, I don't know. I feel like people sometimes factor rivalry I consider too much. much. Yeah. I consider myself a sharp, but I'm with Boomer here. I'll, yeah. I'll put aside the school, the sharp play. I know everyone's loading up on Georgia. No, no, no. Georgia, I don't care what the points are anymore. Um, they, they Kentucky backdoored it as much as you could backdoor it that game, literally scoring a touchdown with like one second left. I'm laying the points with Georgia from here on out. I don't care what, what the total is. I don't care they're, how much they're up. Bama status. Their Bama status. It was the same as when Bama and LSU, when like Taron Matthew was at LSU, and yeah. then Bama played that like – Nine to six game that went to overtime and then played again Oof. in the championship. In the championship. The, both those teams were them. they wrecked every team besides each other the entire season. Georgia's on that level. I'm laying them with Georgia every weekend and not even batting an eye. Give me the dogs. It's not even. A, I mean, it's sitting on the football number. If it was fourteen and a, and a half, I might be a little scared. But no, I'm getting it at fourteen. Give me that all day. I don't care how square I am. Laying them, laying them, laying them. All right, so the next game we've got here, in which I, I think this might be the most interesting SEC matchup we have, is or that are Ole but but, but uh, we got Kentucky at Mississippi State. State's a one and a half point favorite. Totals at forty seven. It's They're kind a of dog, a dog, right? State's a dog. No, State's favorite. It opened. Oh, excuse, oh, excuse me, excuse me. It dog. opened. They opened as a one point favorite. They're up. My bad. They're, they're, yeah, it, State is a dog here. Bagman, what do you think here? Yeah, so. Again, Kentucky's coming off a bye here. State boat raced Vandy last week. But, I mean, Vandy's that little, was to be expected. little scissors of the poor. Although, me and me and Pullman, R.I.P. Pullman, uh, he is out of commission this week. Talked ourselves into Vandy Moneyline last week. I didn't I didn't include it on my card. I'd, you I'd, bet on it, though? Boomer, or, or uh, Pullman did. <laughs> I, I sprint, he's talked me into it in the Grove in, on Saturday morning to sprinkle. It was the lightest sprinkle of all time because they were like, Eight to one to win that game. So, but anyways, State plays pretty well. Their defense is super solid. I'm on State's the under a weird team. I'm on the under of 47. State plays much better as a dog. I would not take Kentucky. I think this is another square sharp play where sharps are going to be all over State. Um, the public, the the squares are going to be on Kentucky as a ranked team going on the road to a kind of oh State they suck. Wait, or oh, never mind. I misunderstood this. Kentucky's had a, a bye week to prepare for Mike Leach's bullshit offense. They've got a solid defense, and Stoops is a damn good coach who can dial up a good defense when he's given that much time. I think they're going to be able to hold State to a very low total. And State's defense is pretty damn good. We saw them play well at uh, Kyle Field against AM. They held Vandy to like three points last week. Not that means anything, but their defense is pretty solid. At home with the cowbells ringing, it's a big game for them. They're going to be fired up. I like the under here of 47. Is this this is a night game too? I believe it is a night, yeah, 6 o'clock. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm going to go with State here. Uh, I don't know, I've been betting on them a lot this year, so I maybe, buy, maybe that's yeah. a bad I bad could, sign for me, yeah. but 
I don't know, like, State kind of, is kind of a weird team this year. Like, you know, you beat A&M, and then you're losing the games to, like, Memphis, like, games you should easily win. Absolutely. Dude, I think it's a – I don't know the stat. I wish I could go back and look at it. Leach, while at State, his record as an underdog is, like, against the spread is way better than his record as a favorite. He sucks as a favorite. He's pretty damn good as an underdog. Wait, wait, who was it that we used to love as an underdog? Uh in the SEC? Same no, 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 no. Ah, uh, fuck. Wasn't it Texas old coach? Uh, who coached before? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Tom Herman. Yeah, Herman. Tom Herman was <laughs> yeah, a yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. We dog. loved him as a dog. He, was, he would rally uh, the truth yes, better than anyone. And I kind of think that's the situation we have here where State's like an okay team. However, they're able to be like, hey, the world, they don't believe in us, like whatever. And, and you know, Starfall is actually a kind of a tough place to yeah. play at night when they have those cowbells and whatever – Legal instruments to make noise, uh, so I'm gonna go with state here. Bert, I've been riding Kentucky all year. I've been talking them up, um, so I, I, I'm sticking with Kentucky. I think this is like kind of their year to be second in the East. Well, I mean that for Kentucky, that's pretty that is, good. That's a year. That's their year. Um, one thing I will say is it is absolutely fraudulent that the coaches have. Once again, voted Kentucky basketball to be first in the SEC. Get the fuck out of here. The must bus is rolling. We're going to be first in the SEC. Every year, it's just like the polls ranking this LSU in football. This team isn't even playing this week. This isn't even, <laughs> even basketball. It's not even basketball season. It comes back to the Hogs. <laughs> I'll find a way. <laughs> I will is, find a way. This is every you, I mean, you're time. finding new levels to bring yeah, these back to the Hogs. We're switching sports. Yeah. I will switch sports on y'all. Anyways. Give me Kentucky football. They're way better than Kentucky basketball. I think if uh, Kentucky bas- Kentucky football could beat Kentucky basketball in basketball. So give me Kentucky minus one and a half. I could see – I could – I mean, I feel like this game's either really close and State ekes out a win late. But if you told – if I look up on Saturday night and see Kentucky's up by like 15 points. Just because they're solely better. I'm just like – I'm like, okay, but that State does scare me this year. Like, not, No, like, I mean, I, I like I, if you told me that State beat – Ole Miss and Arkansas this year. I wouldn't I'm, be surprised. I'm scared like, next week. Yeah, yeah no, like, I'm like, glad I, we have a bottom. They're just a weird team that I think just kind of hangs around. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love the under. I think this is going to be super low scoring. I could see Kentucky holding. If a team total of state under might even be a better play than the whole game under because Kentucky might be able to score it on them. But I, I don't know. I, I think Kentucky's defense going to be hold, able to hold state to a low total here. So. That is the most of the SEC slate. We actually have one more, but we're going to get into the big game. Is this, I guess, game day is in Michigan, Michigan State this week? Because I would assume so. Coming off a nine overtime loss, the Penn State Nittany Lions traveling to what? Uh, the Horseshoe, or is it the Big House? Whatever. The Big Urban at Big House is Michigan. James Franklin got it mixed up right. in his press conference this week. To the Horseshoe at Ohio State. Ohio State's an 18 point home favorite over under of 60 Boomer. Give me your Big Ten brain picking oh, through this Oh, man. Game. You, you know, like, I live and breathe Big Ten football. Uh, so, so, but, <laughs> no, I, honestly, I, I think I'm going to go with Penn State here. Like, I, I, that's a lot of points. And I know Ohio State's playing better now. But, like, I also feel like people are overhyping. Like, people are hyping Ohio State up more than than Michigan is, and okay, so who is Ohio State beaten? No since? one. Yeah, so like if they I, lost to Oregon, they've just been a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, and like maybe they've been more dominant than Michigan has been, but I'm like, 
what's what's the difference? They're yeah. it seems very similar here, but eight, 18 and a half or I have it at eighteen and a half. That seems like a lot of points. I'm gonna just get, eat the points or yeah. take the points. No, this is another classic square sharp play where like sharps are gonna feel like oh this is too many points in a rivalry game. I'm gonna take a team coming off a heartbreaking nine overtime loss. They're gonna be undervalued. No, Ohio State's that much better than everyone. Give me. I'm gonna lay the eighteen at home. They're fired up. They they're so much better. Penn State, like we said, James Franklin is hiring Jimmy Sexton as, as his agent. In his press conference earlier this week, he said he was talking about who they're playing this week. He referred to Ohio State as Illinois, and someone had to correct him and say, oh, y'all played them last week. He referred to the horseshoe at Ohio State saying, we've got to go into a hostile environment. He called it the big house, which mm-hmm. is Michigan's home stadium. His mind is in so many other places. There's no way he's focused on this game. They're coming off a ridiculously heartbreaking loss where they literally couldn't even get a two-point conversion against the terrible Burt Bielema's in Illinois. He's folded. The whole team's probably folded. Their season's over. I'm laying Ohio State. This is going to be an absolute boat race. Give me the Buckeyes and a massive, massive victory. Burt, speaking of Burt, what you got? I hate that I'm named Burt after that nine-overtime victory. But, um, this this uh, game's been kind of a roller coaster in my mind because... One, obviously, the, the James Franklin clearly doesn't have his head there with a new agent this week. Can't even name the opponent. But if you look at the Big Ten schedule, the best Big Ten win of the entire year is Penn State against Auburn right now. Yeah. That's easily yeah. the best Big Ten win of the year. So maybe Penn State was overlooking Illinois, which never overlooked Bert. He's hard to overlook. I mean, he's 350 pounds. Yeah, you, you got you can yeah. see him from all shapes. So, and he's I mean, wearing orange. Yeah, he's, gravitational this time he's pull orange. from that from yeah. large so, ass. I don't know how you overlook him. Maybe they were just preparing for Ohio State that hard that James Franklin just got his schedules mixed up. And he practiced for Ohio State last week. <laughs> went to practice for Illinois this week. So he's saying Illinois. He's he like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to Ohio State. He took his bye week last week. Yeah, so maybe uh, he's thank, been practicing. Thank God the media asked him that question. He yeah. might have prepared for the wrong team. It was, it was early enough in the week so we can go back to his Ohio State game plan. So they got 10 days on Ohio State now. So give me Penn State. I'm going to be a square here and take plus t- 18 I think that's sharp. That's sharp. That's sharp. A square is, that's a sharp move? Uh, I'm, I'm a square just laying the points with a big home favorite. That's pretty square with just the team that's better. Oh, they'll cover easily. A sharp's gonna be like, no, that's too many points. Give me the, give me the juicy little cover or there. Is it, or is it square? A square sharp could it be a square or, sharp. Or a sharp square. Oh god, I don't know. We're getting into uh, too many. It's a We're getting into too many matrices <laughs> it's a here. Penn State, right here. I'm with Boomer again. Boomer, you're gonna have a big week. Oh, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Take us into our last game. All right, here, our Boomer. last one, which, which, in my opinion, this is actually the game of the week. Uh, we got Ole Miss heading down to Auburn. Auburn is minus two and a half. Totals at sixty six. How, how about Bird? How about we start off with you here? Okay, I will. One thing that we all need to keep in mind here before the game starts is who's going to be wearing black and white for the game. Mm. If it is Mister Shitbag Mark Curls, <laughs> Slimebag McScumscum. Which a year ago yesterday, like, this past week was the, uh, the fingertip, the, the Arkansas all that Snapchat of no, yeah, the fingertip <laughs> where it uh, hit the Auburn kick returner's finger in Oxford, and then rolled into our and Mark Curls uh, just uh, did not see it. Oh, they on saw the replay it. on they that little it. mini replay monitor. I guess no, they, they didn't even review it. They didn't even stop. Well, I, I was seeing it. it. No, they reviewed it. No, they did not. 
You want to bet money on it right here? I mean, right I know now. I don't want to bet, what, what was, bet money. What, on wasn't it y'all's game last year where he spiked it backwards? So, and that goes to, into the next. Yeah. <laughs> or if it's Jason Autry, watch out for that name. He was the he was the ref on that. Both these guys. Um, might either, be the only person I know that knows <laughs> like SEC officials. We know names. him for the we know him for the wrong reason. Like if you fuck us over, we. I mean, there is still probably Arkansas hate mail heading to these guys' homes. Jason Autry, I think, was the ref that. Uh, Failed to reverse that fumble against Auburn this year as well. So, anyways, watch out for those two guys, boys and girls. Scumbags. Um, so, I am – Mrs. Burt makes me watch a lot of Ole Miss football. As you should. Um, yeah, and so – Enlighten your mind. Well, it's not very enlightened. You know, over my 29 years of existence, watching Arkansas football has been pretty enlightening and beautiful. Um <laughs> Especially if you compare it to um, the Ole Miss series. Okay, let's not go there. Who um, won this year? Okay, yeah, have your two-point conversion. Two-point conversion, have your two-point conversion. Anyways, I truly think after watching both teams this year that Ole Miss is the better team. Mm. So right now I'm going to take Ole Miss. They have the better quarterback. The one thing that scares me is Bo Nix is kind of playing well. Yeah, he is. Bo Nix has this, like, I've only got four more. of. Legacy. I've had 80 games at Auburn. I've only got four more. So I'm going to try real hard here, but I still kind of <laughs> want to take Ole Miss. I'm going to stay with Ole Miss, and that is zebra dependent. Boys, tell me about it. Who wants to go first? I, this is the worst I felt about an Ole Miss game oh. going into it, yeah. especially as far as covering. Yeah. Uh, because the the Alabama game, like, figured we probably would lose that. But so we're eight and two against Auburn in the past ten years. Two and eight. Or excuse me, yeah, two and eight. I wish we were. Eight they're, they're they're eight and two, and that they just seem to win all of the close games. I think we've only won in Jordan Hare in Auburn. Three times since 2002 or something like that. Yeah, like it, it has not been a great track record. No. And like basically, like if we're, if we're going to beat Auburn, it's going to be at home. I wish it was an 11 o'clock game too. But I'm not going to bet against this Matt Corral. I will not do that. So I'm going to take Ole Miss plus two and a half. I don't like it, but it's just something I have to do as a man of conviction. Yeah, so first off, Ole Miss has scored 31 points the last two weeks. The defense has played well. You know, we defense won both is coming games, into its own. In its own, but this total of sixty-six is egregiously low. They're they're vibing in with too much of the last two Ole Miss games. I think this game gets into the eighties. I think it's going right. to be super I like high that. score. I, I mean, if you tell me it goes into the eighties, I feel Corral good about only our threw shot. the ball twenty-three times last week. He didn't have all of his weapons. I think he's going to get a couple of them back this week, or at least I hope so. See, he he and and Kiffin knows this is if if he's going to win the Heisman, he's yeah, got to he, do it. He, this he's is where to do. He's it. got to do something big. So I think hell or high I water, he's him, taking man. shots. I don't care if he's going to leave his defense out to dry. He will sling it all day. Corral's going to be airing it out. Give me all the points I can. I think it's going to put the defense maybe in some bad spots. He's going to be going for it on fourth down. All these things over city. I'm going to please this over. With something else on the board, because I think it goes way up there. And sneaky stat here, some of you might need to jump on this because it's not public knowledge yet. Auburn has some player suspensions on the defensive side of the ball coming. Five? Five. Five. Player suspensions. One starter. Failed drug test. I think one or two. They haven't released us yet. 
one or two starters, one of them 100%. Like drug tests as in steroids or like smoking weed? No, I think it was weed or, I don't know, something drug test-wise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't gotten Ryan Harson seems like a very drug Very big testing. drug test guy. Although he's not a COVID, he's not a, he's not a Vax guy, so those don't really marry up that much. But anyways, I know, I know at least one <clears throat> starting defensive lineman out, three or four others on the defensive, all defensive guys. I think most of them on the D line too. It must have been like a smoke sesh on their bye weekend at the D line <laughs> well, house. I would argue. I would argue because he's an anti vaxxer He's like, a, I wouldn't put anything in my body that not I don't know what it is. Not so, so you know what? Like, you're gonna put THC in your body? No, you, you don't, don't know, know what that shit's that. laced with. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what's in there. Okay, that's actually brilliant. So no, you're you're spot on there. Big time, Brian Harson, anti vaxxer pro drug screener. Keep that in your back pocket for future references. Well, I, I also just one other thing on this game. I think this game is going to decide like whether Corral could be a Heisman. Like, like, a, like, a, like, I think he'll be in New York no matter what. Yeah. If he went at but, night but, and but, Jordan but, but if he has a big game, wins, like, I think this is going to be a close game no matter what. Yeah. But like, if he has a big game, wins in dramatic fashion, that's your Heisman moment that like he's kind of has needed. And Kiffin knows that. Though, however, at the same time, though, Bryce Young hasn't really had a Heisman moment. Yeah, but CJ Stroud's like coming on strong. There's people yeah. all are like you never I, know. Yeah, I don't know, but 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 you I think know. this is Corral's moment to like win the Heisman, and I I think he's gonna take. Kevin it. knows. I, I mean, that's why I think maybe him going crazy is gonna leave the defense kind of high and dry. Maybe he has to go win a game by himself because it's got to be high scoring, and he's gonna just gonna go do it. But it's just it. The only thing that concerns me is that getting getting our receivers down the field open has been. Basically impossible. And look, the past Sanders. Two weeks. Sanders came off early against Tennessee. He didn't even dress last week against LSU. The boy is a fragile, fragile, frail bone, glass bone soul. Choco locks. Choco type locks bones. type bones just break on a moment's notice. <laughs> but I mean, with that much, re- I mean, he, you know they were saving him up for this game. And with Auburn's defensive struggles, I'm taking the Rebs on the money line. Plus 120. Give me the over of 66. I'm going to tease it up to 72. It. We're going to be there's going to be points galore, and I think Ole Miss with Matt Corral on a last second drive, eke out a last minute. It's going to be a gritty win. It's going to be a gritty win in Jordan Hare. Might come down to a field. The goal game kick. probably will be on at midnight. It starts. That's, it starts at six. I think it will maybe last five hours. That's what scares me. If it comes down to a field goal. Like, Matt Corral's going to throw the ball away outside of the pocket, and they're going to call intentional grounding. Dude, they Give love to, to call intentional grounding they on lo- him. I've never seen a quarterback get that many intentional well, grounds. Because they know he's good, and they know he's so good. Because I've seen other it's, – it's, it doesn't get called against shitty quarterbacks when they throw it well, away. Well, what's like, oh, what's, a, what's annoying, though, so is that he gets a call they, when, when, a, when a receiver runs the wrong route. Yeah. Like, like when the re- receiver's supposed to run 10 yards, turn around – However, the receiver keeps going. They call that intentional grounding. I was like, that's not intentional. Yeah, if Matt Crowder just barely like like overthrows the ball intentionally out of bounds, but like directly over a receiver's head, they're like, no, you're better than that. You should well, throw it right too, at that. Well, the thing is, too, when when someone's running the wrong route, that they have the word intentional in there. It's like, okay, if the receiver runs the wrong route, it's well, not like, intentional. Like, yeah, like well, I think even still, like, well, because because what they tried to do with the new interpretation of the rules is that oh, we're not trying to assume what the quarterback's thinking. However. In the very word of the penalty, intentional, that you have to kind of figure out, like, oh, was he actually just trying to throw it away, or was that a wrong route? Well, and that would go above, or just like, a bad pass. And that would so go yeah. Above. Anyways, the hogs they're resting <laughs> up this week. Um, we'll be back next week for the Mississippi State game. We're gonna 
fucking destroy them. Ooh, maybe Kentucky kind of oh, boat wait, races them. They wait, come wait, hobbling wait, in. Yeah, uh, wait, come where back. are the Hogs currently projected for a bowl game? Right here. Memphis, Tennessee. Really? Liberty yeah. Bowl. Wow. Well, no, that's that's where Burst projecting them just solely out of like selfishness. But that'd be a seven and five team. I think we should go eight and four. That'd probably yeah, put us maybe uh, Music City or, or uh, could, you, could, not you, could, could you not make a Cotton Bowl? I, y'all would make the Cotton Bowl. Oh, 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 and the Cotton Bowl's playoff. Cotton Bowl's playoff. We could yeah. make a Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Like Sugar Cotton Bowl is a playoff game this year. Yeah. So the, it the third, the assuming Bama and uh, okay, I, yeah, I would have figured Georgia went out, then y'all are probably Sugar Bowl. Well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe Auburn, winner of this game. Hey, playing in for the Sugar Bowl. Hey, this is what you tune in for, folks. At forty-five minutes, you get you get the four weeks out bowl projections. That's really yes. what we're known for. <laughs> so, I right, that's the that's the slate this week, boys and girls. Big games galore, especially towards the end of the slate. Let's get into a couple more juicy locks, though. If you got a couple more sprinkles, everyone, I'll start off. I like the over in Missouri Vandy. Over 63, Missouri's rush defense stinks. I think Vandy will be able to keep up a little bit, and you know Vandy will allow 50 points to anyone. So I like that over with Vandy just scoring a little bit. Over 66.5, Texas Tech, Oklahoma. That's going to be a fast-paced game. You know Oklahoma can score. I feel like any game, Texas Texans just going to be back and forth. Texas Tech money line. Oh, Texas Tech money line? Upset. I'm just sprinkled. Oklahoma's got that new play where the running back runs it and gets stuck behind the line of scrimmage, and the quarterback just grabs it from him and runs for the first time. Did you see that? I did see that. I mean, they they, they got hosed. Kansas got kind of hosed. I feel well, but it was fair. It was. I mean, technically. I feel so bad for Kansas. uh, My last one is the under of 62.5 in North Carolina, Notre Dame. You all know Phil Longo can't score against good defenses. Notre Dame's defense is actually good. I've said this earlier, early in the season. I, I said it against a Virginia team. Virginia's defense stinks. Notre Dame's defense is actually good, and Notre Dame's offense stinks. Under 62.5 there. Those are my last three locks, couple over-unders. Either one of you boys got anything else? Yeah, I'm going to fade you on that Vandy game. I've got the under. The Vandy under has been doing well for me this year. I just think they're garbage. Missouri's garbage. Uh, Missouri, just like LSU, I feel like a player gets hurt every day. Vandy is three and five on the over under. They're three and like on the over this year. They've hit three overs, five unders. So, okay, so I think I, I bet on all five unders. Fortunately for me, Bert, anything or the, only, the only thing I got. Well, I, I don't think you can take it my word for anything right now. But the only thing that I had was the uh, Texas Tech sprinkle. Money Texas line. Tech sprinkle money line. Add that to the card. That's actually juicy as hell. Yeah, I, kinda, I mean it's. What, what are the odds? Did you look? I'm gonna, they're, they're seventeen point dogs. So I, they're ooh, twenty point dogs. Twenty money point line. Dogs. They just fired their coach. Money line. Yeah, they did just fire their interim coach. coach. Hey, love interim coach. Got to do some research on the interim there to see if he'll get the boys up to play for him. Seven hundred and fifty plus seven fifty money line there. On the, That's on the Red juicy. Raiders. That's That's super juicy. juicy. Is it at, at Oklahoma? It's at Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. At, Never know. I, I don't believe in Oklahoma, so no one does. So, so like, I, I could easily see them getting tripped up. Two thirty on ABC. That's it for this week's card, boys and girls. We will talk to you next week.